Hey, what is going on, guys? This is Familiar Fiasco. You are now here for another episode of Attack Baron, which we so appreciate. I'm here with Rygar, the great, aka just Rygar, aka like, well, no, he doesn't change his name anymore. He's just Rygar. Um, yeah, I, I haven't changed it any time recently. I almost did no. today. Oh, yeah. Was, was it like Rygar? I was going like, to sarcastically change it to Rygar the Complainer, ooh. but it didn't roll off the tongue. And and we're also here with with Houston, aka Weatherboy, aka Huey. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for thanks for waking me from my cryopod to bring me back on for one more. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. After all this time. Hey, well, you know, it. seasons change, the weather changes. We're just I glad know to have Weatherboy back. I hate it. <laughs> it's man, tell me about it. Like yesterday, I think it was like fifty something here. Um, yeah, and sunny and then today it dropped real hard and the rain that just fell this morning is frozen and yeah that's the wombo combo like if <laughs> mm-hmm. weather had a, a wombo combo it's the rain that then freezes it's yeah it's that's like something you see in x-men like storm comes through with the storm and then Iceman rolls in is like ah oh, gotcha, and uh, <laughs> they're all. Does stuck. that does that happen? Is that is I've actually never seen those movies. Does he actually freeze her rain and yell gotcha? Because that would be cool. No, I would no watch that, that feels movie. like that feels I feel like, like it's bad writing kin- though. Surely he's got a better line than gotcha. <laughs> sure. No 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 no. no. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. simple. It's to the point. <laughs> she knows she got wrecked. In right. One shot. It's, exa- so it's like I feel like that's more akin to the '90s cartoon show, but. <laughs> oh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, I would love that. That'd in any great. sense, how has this past week gone for you guys in the game? Well, I gotta, you know, every once in a while you have an experience where you gotta give someone a shout out. So mm. me and Hatori from from the Discord had some great Singe Yumi games. Yeah, we went I was there. Dragon Lane, Singe Yumi, and what an unkillable mess! Like we didn't, we won three out of four games. The first game. I was singed and mm-hmm. he was Yumi and then we swapped and then everything was it was all over from and, there. And uh, I made shout out to Tori for yeah. laughs. That was hilarious. I think we're gonna try Nunu Yumi next. Yes. Maybe mid. Yeah. And I, I made my ADC debut, which was also hilarious because there was no Yumi with me. It was just me against Varus and Morgana. And um yeah, it was cool. We just kind of chilled in lane, got farmed up, shot some folks. Um, I got to be honest, you didn't do terrible. And no, I was. I don't know if I was bitter about that or yeah. if I was like proud of you. It was like a well, little bit of both. Like you guys like a proper went to the moment. You guys went to the dragon, and I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it was it was cool. It was hilarious, absolutely hilarious. I'm sad we're telling people about it. So like, let's get on. Our like neuralizers out and I just gotta, like wipe wipe that out. I I got I got beat up by by a Yumi mid. That was maybe my wait. Oh no! Wait, no. She, she has she, mana issues. She she hurt me bad, boys. She she was <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like Yumi mid. I'm going all in every time. She was oh. like no joke. Like it was definitely a pre made team. She was like eight one ten at like minute nine. She was oh. crazy. Oh she no! Was nuts. She just killed us. She's like brand with mana issues, but a scaler like Vigor. So like, I'm actually dang. I'd be interested to watch that. Well, <laughs> I've played a decent amount of her in PvP, and like 
it's kind of every once in a while she just like KSs, but she does. There's like no reason for it that I can think of in her kit. But every once in a while, it's just like that's my kill, and I don't know how I've done it. Because mm. um, you think I, like I haven't been hit by I think her main ability. I don't. Which one is it? The uh, this the wandering shot. Yeah, uh, the little light arrow. Thing. Yeah, one time it has never landed. I don't know if they're in control and if they're bad. Like I don't know. I I I, I it's actually criminal that I haven't taken her into any kind of training that means i'm a bad player for not learning the new character's kid but uh i have no idea it's never landed though i don't think i've ever even seen it connect with anybody <laughs> <laughs> i've seen people do figure eights with it um but <laughs> i usually hit people unless unless the person i'm on walks away right and then it like reaches its range and before i hit them but this usually i can hit somebody <laughs> yeah no um, it's uh it's weird it's a, it's a it's a quirky one Pro tip, if you're playing Yumi, you actually shouldn't only stay on the person. Like, right. part of the reason you have mana issues is because your passive gives you mana back if it's fully stacked and you hit a champion. But, uh, otherwise, you know, Yumi doesn't seem to be doing too good anyway. No. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> She's a, more in a couple weeks, maybe they'll give her, like, a touch of love, but we'll see. Um, that being said, also, though, also be sure to connect with your person because i've watched yumi's in pvp games just be like no i'm actually good i'm good over like i my roommate was playing and he was screaming he's like just stay on me like just stay he's like she just has she connected like twice and i'm i'm spectating his game and i'm crying because she like did she knows how to do it it was definitely a newer player and he was she would connect and then leave and wander around it was so funny oh it was killing me dude Dude, I, I, the key with Yumi is like you you're like watching the game like a hawk to see who's like actually going to carry you mm -hmm. and then you you turn them on. There was this Jax. Right. I had this team where everyone is flaming each other. Like it was it was like full sentences. It wasn't just like little comments. Everyone was flaming each other. Yes. And you know, I had like a Draven, a Trindamir, a Jax. Like you can already hear the flaming because of the, oh, the champs they chose. And I 100%. saw Jax started popping off yeah. and I was like, "Ooh, me and Jax, we're gonna carry this game, <laughs> and it happened. I my I guess my biggest criticism of Yumi's has been like, I will be carrying, and they're just sticking with the ADC. Like, I feel hey, like I see that more often as well. Can you like come make me fast? Come make me healed. Like, give me a shield. Like, I'm I'm doing everything here. You're just I don't, you know. At least everybody wants the cat. I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I think that well, speaks to a mentality, though. I was thinking about this the other day. I think there's a mentality in the game that I have started to kind of fight against and grow out of where it's like, like you read about how to play this game and how to get good at this game so often that I feel like you're like, I have to follow these rules. I have to like, as Vigar, do this, do this, do this, done. And then the, the, the win happens, right? Where when you start finally branching off, like as a Yumi, let's say you're like, oh, okay. I'm supposed to be on the ADC, so I'm going to stay with ADC. But as an active, outside-the-box thinker, you're moving around. You're pushing the team where it needs to be. And I think that that could help. If you could break it with Yumi because of how she functions, I bet it would help open up some doors on how to play other characters in some maybe unique ways to make some plays happen. It'd be cool. Well, I don't, I don't need to mention him too much here, but Tankin, still, still loving Tankin. Yeah, Tankin, I haven't seen this. He's yet. great. 
Well, it's it's solid. We'll bring him out maybe maybe after this, depending on how how long we go. I heard you but, talk uh, about him a few episodes now, and I want to see I want to see this in action because I want it bad. Yeah, Tinkin's gonna make his debut soon, I'm sure. <laughs> but well, anyways, what else is going on, Fiasco? Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of talk this whole season. There's been a lot of changes with matchmaking, and I think we've kind of seen things that we didn't know were going to happen happen with queuing being different. Um, and because of it, there's all this LP inflation. People who used to be able to get to Challenger with like 400 LP can't anymore because now due to five-man queue, it's like 1,300 or something crazy like that. I think the top players are like at 5,000. Right, yeah, mm. exactly. And I don't know, there's been there's been a lot. And I feel like, obviously, with these types of games, there's this constant discussion about matchmaking. And it's always such a sensitive, sensitive topic. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you are the devs, like, I imagine it's like this impossible thing to get right. Because it's like, people are complaining about 16-minute queue times. We made queue times better, but now they're complaining because... You know, they can't not get a, a lobby where they're like grandmaster, but they have emeralds and diamonds. <laughs> and if they want to play like actual challengers or like equal lobbies, they have to be in five man queues. And in any sense, there's been a lot that's happened with the game. And I feel like it's kind of pouring out into and beyond like some of the smaller sections of the community. So, like, you know, people go to Reddit, they go to Twitter, but I feel like it's even. I feel like it's gone further than that. And so I think tonight it just was like, let's talk about where the game is and kind of like how it's affecting players who even outside of like the high ELO players who are like really struggling with some of the matchmaking stuff and talk about how like, how does this actually, how do the, the, our major like content creators, the people who, you know, are, are more like known and, and commonly watched, like how does that, how do their gripes also kind of, affect the state of the game and, and people's mentality around it. So, yeah, I mean, what do, what do you guys think? I know, like I said, we, we kind of, just to preface, like, we don't really deal with, like, those kinds of issues. But, you know, like, what do you guys think about about some of this stuff? Because I don't think there's a player who's not seeing it. Yeah, I think if I was to be coming into the game for the first time right now, I think I would, I don't know if it would completely scare me off, but I know I'd be, like, a little... Like, I don't know. I don't know that I, I don't know the state of the media. I don't know the state of what's going on, who's who's feeling what. Um, so when if I was to come on and see every YouTuber saying like, I'm done, this is frustrating. I, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe this game sucks. I don't I don't know. Um, and I don't want to sound like an apologist. Right. Like you never mm -hmm. want to. I don't want to give off that kind of energy. Um, right. But I would imagine that they want their game to be good. Right. So if if there was a solve all for this situation, I feel like it would have been applied. So um, <laughs> it's tricky. Mm -hmm. I, I understand that it's tricky, and I feel like a, a bit of patience. I mean, I went on a freaking eleven loss streak. What a week Ooh. ago, two weeks ago. Ooh. Yeah, that's it rough. hurt, and it was one hundred percent. Well, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of it was matchmaking. It was it was brutal. But I mean, the crawlback was fun. But so I get it. But I don't want to. I don't. I don't know if the approach is uh productive in the sense of showing love for the game and wanting it to improve but i don't know yeah I'm i agree 
I do think it's like, you know, there's there's kind of a, there or at least there should be attention for both parties, the content creators and the developers. Like, <clears throat> developers are trying to balance the concerns, interests, and needs of really high elo players, and even the you know pro players, obviously being in that mix too, and then also the majority of the player base, which is not that small fraction. Right. Uh, you know, we've mentioned it before, but it's like we we followed Destiny two really closely for a long time, played that, and they had a not exactly the same issue, but they had a similar issue where they people were complaining about matchmaking that w- <clears throat> basically they had matchmaking based on your skill, and so the better you were, the harder and harder and harder the lobbies got to the point that you could never just play for fun. So that it was honestly, it was kind of like the opposite of this issue. Right. Yeah. Where, yeah. but but that's also because there, there's not really a, a good ranked system in that game. So it's it's maybe less impactful. Basically, YouTubers wanted like YouTubers wanted to be able to get on and like try fun builds or be able to pop off. And so there was this <laughs> tension where the developers didn't want to have the best players playing against like kind of your average player because then they just get stomped and it's not fun for them either. For this game, we have a different. We have kind of the flipped problem where there is a mix of population, but the skill difference is so big, and uh, it's hard for it's hard for the best players to get like what they consider a quality match. But I I do think on the content creator side, you know we, you know for us maybe this isn't we're not putting out enough content really that like podcasts don't really generate a lot of income unless you're. A uh, massive podcaster with big sponsorships and stuff like that. In contrast, YouTube, once you do have a following, does create passive income. And so, for some people, like this is an income thing, or or maybe they stream on Twitch and they have a, mm-hmm. a healthy amount of followers, or maybe they aspire to. Mm-hmm. But you know, there should be a tension of attracting more people to the game, with also wanting the game to be the best it can be. And so I, I don't know that we're always like, I don't know that the community as a whole is really treading that well. Uh, like you said, Houston, I, I feel like we, we aren't doing a good job of bringing new people in. Uh, for right. instance, um, I heard recently in one video, basically everyone below, everyone Diamond 4 and below is, was said to have like be ruining the game. <laughs> And if I am so the majority of the a game. new player, like <laughs> and I hear thing. that, I'm just gonna say like, "Oh wow, this community sucks." Like, yeah, I, right. I might play this game for fun, but I'm never yeah. gonna go all in on it. Yeah. And if I don't go all in on it, then I'm not gonna pay somebody to get coaching. I'm not gonna spot. I'm not gonna sub on Twitch. Right. I'm not gonna watch every YouTube video that comes out every day. And if I don't do that, and if a whole group of people don't do that, then there's going to be less money in the venture. And that means Mm -hmm. there's people who make content, like, aren't going to be able to make money. So there's got to be a tension there. It doesn't mean that people have to be dishonest, but I I think we could do a better job of, like, also making the game fun sometimes and finding ways to do that. We can Mm -hmm. create interest apart from just the rank grind. You know, there's there's other things to the game, even if it's high-quality play, like... I, yeah. you know, to to Darkbreaker's credit, he posted an in-house 5v5 of like challenger yeah. pro level play. Yeah. There you go. There's a solution. You guys just exactly. like made your own matchmaking. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, and that's, I guess that's my thing is like, I don't want to like, I don't want to attack any of these guys, but I feel like 
I've just been at this place where they're bringing like all these big gripes they have with with the game and like the state of the game to their community and their community can't do anything about it. Like, and generally like, okay, let's say you have like 5,000 people who generally watch your videos daily. Like what percentage of those people are actually experiencing that same issue? Probably not the majority of them, right? Most, I feel like most people are watching their videos because they're entertaining. And if instead of getting entertainment, they're getting like this negativity, it's like, I don't, what is there what is there in that i mean and 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 the longer it goes on the more they're like okay like i like watching such and such as video content but now all they do is complain so like mm-hmm. my interest in the game is is declining like these videos are all the same like why do i stick around you know and it's like or it, because they're so influential they they basically start building this idea in other people's heads. I mean, like they're, they're literally like going in through the dream machine and they're like planting ideas in people's heads. And they're basically like, look, bro, this game's trash. Like, and you don't need to be here. And they're like, Whoa, this game's trash, bro. I don't need to be here. Um, and that's, I think that's like my biggest concern is just like, if you have gripes, I feel like you just take it up like elsewhere. Just don't take it to your community, you know? Um, And I, I think that it's, it's such a fine line between like, cause, cause like, I mean, firsthand, like I, a lot of what they say is like valid, but it's, it's just all about the light that it's painted in is I love this game. I want it to thrive. Let's, let's do this. And creating a conversation around that, um, unfortunately, I mean, negativity breeds views, you know. So, yeah. I, I, I I can get why maybe I don't I don't endorse, but I can get what the angle might be. I don't want to claim that that's the case, but I mean, <laughs> saying this game is the worst usually seems to grab people's attention better than this is my favorite game. Please come yeah. watch, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. And I do think there is issues like mm-hmm. no, hundred percent. And we don't really have to get into all of them. We've talked about the ones that maybe, or I've I've specifically talked about the one one of the ones that bothers me the most is, and I still haven't figured out like what causes it. But just mm. the communication from Riot on this mm-hmm. game is is weird. I agree. It, there's just it's it's like. It's, it's like there was like out. a manager that like quit and now there's like no communications yes. person or something, <laughs> yes. you know, like there used to be someone who linked right. all this information, but now everyone has to kind of like, I don't, I don't know why it's not right, but you can just feel that it's off because it, things yeah, don't right. always happen on the same schedule. You, yeah. There's like somebody really, standing in the gap. Yeah. You know. and, uh, so I'm not saying that's actually what happened. Like I'd have no idea why it's the way it is, but. Right. You know, I've seen communication on their other games and it doesn't feel the same. So, um, mm-hmm. and that's not like a personal call to anyone. Like I've worked in a business where you're, you're wearing a lot of hats and sometimes things like just don't, aren't handled the way that you would hope because you just don't have those resources yeah. in that area or whatever. But that's the thing. That's one of the things that bothers me. And I think this, the issue on matchmaking is made worse by the inconsistent communication and the people having to like, yeah. Like, you know, one of the one of the things that happens is everyone tweets at the devs. But if you look mm-hmm. at what happens, the only information you get about the, the game is when 
devs reply. So what does that tell you to do? It tells you to at the devs, like mention mm -hmm. them so that maybe someone gets an answer so that the community knows what's going on. So I do think yeah. that there's kind of like a, they're, they're kind of encouraging the behavior as, as far as it seems to me. Whereas oh, yeah, if they right, just- not innocent in this scenario at all like no it's, no it's for, sure. for sure for sure yeah oh yeah like let's not like paint this picture like we're like lifting them up on some pedestal <laughs> like you know what i mean that's not the case i'm just you know i i do think like if if riot was listening like how hard would it be for them to implement some kind of like like semi-regular like health check like it'd be a small survey put it in the game you know what I mean? Like do it on like a weekly reset yeah. or, you know, something and just say like, what's your biggest gripe with the game at the moment? And then literally pull that data and then, and keep people off of like social media, like, because they're literally, they're literally muting comments. So like, yeah. they're like, they're like, Oh, Hey, elemental rift stuff's about to drop mute. Like, mm. I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Because they know they're about to get this flood of negativity and it's like, and it's even so bad as like you get people who do start communicating and then they just get blown up by the mm -hmm. people who are like, Oh, somebody who's actually going to communicate. Yo, sure. what the hell? Yeah. And then we're like, we're like, Whoa, dude, we're, we're lucky. They're saying anything. Now you're mm -hmm. over here blowing them up. Now they're not going to want to say anything at all. Totally. You know? So I feel like, I feel like if they somehow implemented something that said like, just a hell check across all of it, pull the data and they can get a beat on like their player base. Like, and yeah, listen to your content creator, sure, but like they're not the majority of the community, you know? Like who's going to best represent your community? The community. So like reach out to them. And, and I feel like it couldn't be too hard to, to put in like a window that popped up that you could just skip and it would literally take, I mean, just, just literally make it one window, like a, yeah. a multi-choice thing, <laughs> you know? Totally. I, I would be really curious to see what their communication is like for a different server. Because, I mean, we mm. like as, as much as we love the game and as many players as there are in North America, we are not the target audience for a lot of it, you know? Like, there's, mm -hmm. there are servers that just massively out, outclass ours. Oh. Oh, um, yeah. So I'd be curious at how, what the level of communication is there. And I don't want to, like, put a tinfoil hat on, but I'd be, I, I don't know if they're... <laughs> I don't want to say that they don't care, but I wonder if they care, right? Like they're like, well, it's North America. They're not the target audience. If we get money from that area, awesome. But we're, we're making so much from X area then right? like, why? Like, man, I don't know, maybe to our content creators credit, maybe that's where some frustration is. Maybe they're not communicating as much as we think because we're not target demographic. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, but uh, food, right. food tinfoil hat for sale that you can yeah. buy. Yeah, and like I, I won't, I won't go too far down the path, but there is stuff that happens for the for like the Chinese release and the Chinese server that doesn't happen in the other stuff. Like they still have mm -hmm. that Lee Sin skin, right? That's yeah, yeah. That's super dope, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's excellent. Like that's it's amazing. That's a skin that would make me play Lee Sin. It oh, almost sure. makes me want to play that garbage man. I hate <laughs> so much. Almost. Um. Well. I I don't know I I I think I've basically said where I I stand on it without the last part which is I'm having a lot of fun with the game yes I'm mm -hmm. I think that there's so much fun that hasn't even been really mined yet like Hatori and I playing Yumi and Singed 
was so much fun and honestly not so bad. Like I think we could we could run it in ranked to to like a decent level. Mm-hmm. And or good. there's like all these variations of like silly builds that actually kind of work because Wild Rift is different than PC. Like there's right. There's obviously optimal things, but if you play something that's like decent really well, you can take it very far. And you know, there's all of these YouTube videos of League of Legends accounts where people climb to like Grandmaster with uh I think one of them was <laughs> Yumi Top. Like there's, Whoa. there's yeah, yeah, there's like, there's yeah. not how does, stuff how does people Elise pull off. Mid get the challenger, like or like uh, um Lee Sin, like uh, how does Lee Sin mid get to challenger or something like that um because they buffed yeah that's the hey that's the thing you guys can get mad at riot for i'm this is a this is a call out to the masses they do dumb (laughs) balance changes you're allowed to get mad at them for that f that i mean everybody's everybody's entitled to their opinion i mean i guess my thing is just like if you are a person who represents like if you are the well heard or like you know if you're the outspoken portion of the community, like I feel like there's just a way to approach it. And I think too, like, like I said, like just kind of my gripe with being a content like viewer, somebody who's like there to appreciate and, and like enjoy videos like that. I think there's, there's so much said from the higher spectrum of like the, the high ELO player base where they're like, Oh, these people are trash, but they're like literally, not doing a single thing to make anybody better like whatsoever they're not putting out like their guides are literally just like hey i built this and i had a good game like that's not a like they could be doing much more and especially when you kind of see people who are struggling for content because of quote-unquote matchmaking it's kind of like dude there's there's more to this game than matchmaking and there's more to your channel that you that you could be doing so it's like yeah in any sense yeah i think ultimately i think think the best takeaway is if we approach these issues with that positive like i i'm thinking from riot perspective right which i don't want to like appease the gods so that we could be smiled upon but i i do want to say like i think if we approach that with a positive like we love this please give us attention like i feel like if like i don't know it's obviously not going to reach every single person on twitter who interacts with a dev but if that was like i imagine if that was the general um like 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 dialogue of we love this we want we want to be like involved we want to be a part of this rather than this fiery pitchfork you know it's like mm. i as a as someone who worked at riot would be like oh this is a huge amount of people that are very excited and we're not giving them enough i mean and i don't know maybe that speaks to i don't know you know it could be yeah. really but I, I do think that ultimately that would be the way to get the changes you want would be to do approach them in a way that is spreading Amicable. love. The game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, like that is only a win-win, but I don't know. And, and I know, I mean, they, they're doing things, right? It's like, it's not like they're just sitting on their hands, like while people like tear, tear the yeah, place down, for sure, for sure. you know? <laughs> so well, anyways, yeah, I think, I think that sums that up. I think we had some good thoughts and and again to if there are any other content creators out there it's like please don't take it the wrong way. Yeah, it's <laughs> all know? it's all in the best like we would want 
that information for you guys to improve your own channel, your own wild rift. Like, I think that that is huge. So right. like we no, no shade, no shame. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. So moving on, I know we had something come up in our discord recently and it was, uh, I think a newer player jumped in and was kind of saying like, how do I approach choosing a lane and how do I pick like a main? Mm-hmm. And I think this was like such a multifaceted like question, something that could could have so many different answers. And it's like we kind of have some some like strong mid representation on tonight. But you know, I figured we'd talk about it. So, what are you guys' thoughts? Like, what what made you choose the role you chose? Fiasco, I want you to look me in the eye, and I want you to tell me I don't behave like a a spotlight mid because I dive zero ten a Kali every game. <laughs> I want you to tell me that that's not why you put me on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. I know the movie's about me. I know I'm the main character. You can't take that from me. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I don't know. Mid was something that uh, just seemed natural. I liked, I liked the freedom of that personally. Um, just being, being able to, it feels like I'm able to contribute to the game's flow in like, like I, I like what you guys have said about mid in the past with the jungler. Cause it's like, I'm able to go anywhere and do anything like anywhere and anything quote unquote, you know, but it's, um, you just have a lot of options and people often don't see that coming. Like a lot of the times they go ADC, I run up to solo. That's a dead Garen early game. I love that. My solo lane loves that. And now he gets to push on that tower, get some tasty, tasty gold. It, it's a win-win. Um, and just having the freedom to do that or whatever, was a, it was a huge appeal to me. I loved that. Yeah, I, For sure. I think, so I think there's a couple ways to answer this question. For me personally, when I played League of Legends PC, it was, I was mostly tanky people. I would play jungle, but at that time, junglers were all tanks. This was it was like <laughs> Shyvana, which I still play Shyvana. It's still someone that I can just you know pop out and play. But she's fun. You know there was there was a lot there was a lot of other tanky junglers we don't have yet. But I played a bunch of tank junglers. I liked engaging. I liked and I really loved like team ult engagements, like Amumu that ult that just locks everyone down. Like I loved being able to be the one that says like, I'm going to make a play right now and I'm going to choose when we fight. But then it's funny. Cause that's how I played. I was terrible at assassins. And then I started playing wild rift years later. And it was like, all of a sudden I was like really into the idea of getting good at an assassin again. <laughs> and then, Same. and then Katarina just like stuck with me and I was like, Katarina, I like I love the way she can just shumpo back and forth. I love like when you get a good ult off and you just like destroy everyone. But that's kind of where I landed in mid. And I played I also played mid in PC, but I didn't play assassins. And I I kind of feel similarly. I love I love being able to affect more of the map, being able to kind of pay attention to everything that's going on on the map and make a call of, you know, where can I go now that will help shift the odds of the game yes it feels very early influential it feels very like ooh, i am a key player in how this works <laughs> oh my gosh that feels bad to say that felt like <laughs> that felt like a mid thing to say and i hated it um 
but no, it, 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 it's it does feel you. kind of real. It's all it's about all, you, it's Houston. It's all about me, baby. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think in a similar fashion to uh, the episode learn how to be carried i think you know i maybe and maybe this advice would change later on but there's an element of me that feels no one to give up is a piece of it i wanted to be an assassin <laughs> so bad uh i wanted it more than i wanted anything ever um and I, I still get the appeal and i've i've started to practice again i've got it more down than i used to but it is just not how i play it's not how i function it's not how my brain works i can't see a i can't see like someone at half health when they should be at three-fourths health and not think oh but maybe i can kill him maybe i can do it i can't <laughs> i can't not commit to maybe it working right whereas a control mage has a lot more opportunity to hang back look for something a little more sure do some aoe do some uh utility like make make the match happen around them to the point where they can surefire get it rather than just kind of hovering and being like, when do I use my ult? When do I use my ult? When do I go in? When do I go in? What's happening? Hmm. Um, so that is a play style that I'm like, you know what? The more I try to play Assassin, the more I'm happy with my mage abilities and the more fun I'm having with them because I am getting better at Assassin. But wow, I just wish I was playing a mage. So I don't know. I don't want to say give up, give up, but I think it's really smart to play to your strengths in what you know you can thrive in while still learning what the potential of other roles could be that for me is like i i look at things and I'm like uh like that's that's flashy but like am i really going to i mean how how do how well do i think i'll do that <laughs> and for me yeah i think the the biggest thing for me in choosing a role is like do well one like am i going to enjoy it and like can i do it well because if i can't do it well but i enjoy it it's kind of like well i'm still kind of a detriment we're not really winning even though like i'm maybe having fun in the struggle um and and because i play solo lane and in jungle so it's like in fact it's funny that you guys only talked about mid but we all kind of play jungle second out of like maybe out yeah, of necessity yeah. Than the <laughs> I mean, honestly, to. the game doesn't care that I I have mid as my first priority. I still play fifty oh, fifty. Same. Yeah. I think my jungle yeah. is third, and it's like you want to be jungle. Yo, we've got a game for you right <laughs> like, now. Get, get this, this guy's in front of the line. He's a jungler. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know three jungle right here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, every and, PvP game. And and I chose. I like solo. I th it was easy to start there, right? Because you're kind of on this island and. Nobody's really going to bother you unless you're like pressed up and just killing yourself. Um, but now that I've really played a lot more of it, I like, I like the one V one of it. Like I really like the one V one cause there's a lot of room there for outplaying somebody. And um, there's been so many times when I've actually been getting pushed to tower and I get a double kill on the jungle and the top laner. Totally. And it's like, bro, I just slapped two people <laughs> and it's like, yeah that's such a high you know and um it feels really good to win lane what doesn't feel good though i will say is like winning lane rotating and then losing your turret for free i feel like it happens um, every single game i don't yep, know if that is tough. just i i don't know why that is a consistent behavior but every time anyone rotates it's like well it's gone good yeah, good work on the tough. first hour boys but it's well, it, we, we've lost it all 
it's like oh i'm i'm up like three kills like i have the most gold i should probably go to dragon to make sure like things go well i go to dragon we get dragon and then i lose the top turret yeah and it's then like that, oh that person comes back right they're the relevant again back into the they're that like person top gold I buried. on their team yep right um, some kind of voodoo spell brought them back and now they're like here to curse us all one thing you said though really connected with me and it's not really lane specific i guess it wouldn't apply to a jungler as much but the you like that 1v1 and i i was talking to someone else about you the other day i was like yeah fiasco fiasco is like really good at that micro like that 1v1 baron lane like fight because someone i think someone was Mm -hmm. like oh i want to play fiasco in baron lane again because like he's so good i feel like i'm gonna get better and i was mm-hmm. like yeah he's really good at that micro and i i think that's that super smash bros mentality <laughs> like you're yeah just, right you're just like fighting a fighter game. player yeah you just yeah. love fighting games and so yeah. that's like the perfect perfect situation for you yeah that's i'm like i'm like i'm gonna get first blood like let's let's do it and i've had i've had some really interesting fun times with just like jumping over people's skill shots or like you know completely coming out of nowhere to slap like i slapped this darius with top thresh and it was amazing like he couldn't stop thinking he was gonna kill me and i just was like i'm not losing this matchup sir and um and yeah that that has really inspired me to to stay there albeit i will say right now since i made my like adc debut i feel like i might like be ready to go down there and like no I'm, yeah, I'm and, very excited. I can see the yeah. gamer sweat forming on your brow. I can see that. I can see it all. That's I mean, amazing. I'm ready, man. I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta learn this whole like you don't both buy full items all the time thing. Yeah. But um, but that's like I feel like like that that kind of micro stuff is stuff like you you learn as you get experience. But yeah. like. I, I want to do it just so like I have more perspective into it because yes. I'm a known ADC basher. <laughs> yeah, and, um... it's, it's really problematic. We talk about it a lot on the show. Like blasphemy yeah. what I'm hearing right Shout now. Shout out to that one girl for coming on last week despite Fiasco's hate for ADCs. <laughs> it's uh, she's a real one. I, w- I want to preface too, there's plenty of like really good ADCs out there and we have a number of them in our Discord and our guild. Um, it's the ones that we get in our rank games who like mm-hmm. i don't know they're tower diving people in mid at like full health when they have no kill pressure i i don't know mm-hmm. i'm like <laughs> what inspires yeah. that like just play mid man I, what, why are you in the, <laughs> I, you know it's so good it's so <laughs> funny um i was thinking about i was thinking about something you said earlier in this episode where you said it it depends on the champ they picked you were talking about trinity you were talking about jacks you were talking about because <laughs> I've, I've heard the adc comments and i i'm i crack up dude i i i get it we'd like to poke fun in all of the love in the world but still oh, for sure. and i think it really does maybe even apply more there if i see a draven if i see a Trinomir, if i if i see if i see a yasuo this oh, kid's yeah. already mad at me before we started. I can feel it. It's, he hasn't even ta- he hasn't even said anything, and he's like, "My team sucks, and we lose." <laughs> it's in my bones, man. There is there it. is certain certain personalities to to different champs. Oh, See, like you you play uh, Vagar, and so you've got that like uh, 
that <laughs> man. Like, let me just let me just keep stacking yeah. up until infinity, and then yeah. I'm gonna ult you, and you're gonna die in one hit. And just cackle like like a yeah. like an infant child. It's and amazing. It, and it's like unique to hit like his kit and like maybe yeah. a couple others that like you do get that like giddy joy when you just obliterate someone. I think I got a triple once off of just one meteor from him. They were under tower, and it was just like, and I saw a triple kill, and I was I was just screaming. (laughs) So fun, and I think blow them up. Yeah, they die. They it's the funny delete button, and it works every time. Um, but I think that it's almost like a mentality that answers your original question better. Is maybe less of like what helped you pick your lane and what is the way you like to play right like my style is i like to be a sneaky little shiz i want to sneak around <laughs> and make pe- people go like that mother F- <laughs> like it's like more annoying right. than anything i literally started this game playing Timo. i thought that might be fun i just want to <laughs> run around and make people way upset it's and all did, it's all coming out and i loved it <laughs> great I don't play him anymore because I suck with Teemo, but I've I, that has adapted. You found another Yordle. I know. Well, yeah, I'm I so proud of you. With larger hands. Biggs and Vigar. <laughs> like, oh, you should try Kennen. <laughs> I oh, actually yeah. I actually just opened my randomized skin chest today and I got uh the superhero Kennen. Uh, I just pulled him. Okay. We'll um, we'll definitely talk we'll talk after this. You gotta <laughs> you gotta have some fun with Kennen. You'll I, do. I think you'll love him. He can go uh, mid. I've seen people do some nasty stuff, so I, I want to try. I've only seen tank. Well, there was that one time, but yeah, the tank and goes mid. Yeah, I usually go mid. Mm, um, that's kind of dope. <laughs> we talked a lot, a good amount about Baron Lane. We obviously talked a lot about mid um, jungler role. Everyone seems to catch this information pretty, pretty quickly because it seems to be everywhere that jungle tends to be the most difficult role and the most yeah. impactful on on how your team does. So my first thought is it's not the best place for a beginner to go with the caveat that if you're the type of person that likes to be in control and you're confident with you're okay with maybe being the reason your team loses in a lot of yeah. a lot of games as you're learning then I won't I won't discourage you um there's there's lots of resources but that's the jungler is should be the shot caller like they should be the mm-hmm. one saying we're going for this objective. Maybe your mm-hmm. team doesn't go with you, but the jungler has smite. Smite helps sub- secure objectives. Like, yeah, it's just important that the jungler makes makes calls. And so <laughs> that's one of the reasons I like playing mid, and I, one of the reasons I like playing jungler is I get the opportunity to kind of help make those calls. Totally. But that's so that's those two roles, and we talked about Baron. ADC is an interesting one. So there are early game ADCs who do a lot more damage early, but mm-hmm. you know it's a very squishy champ that takes a lot more gold to be relevant. Uh, a lot of them don't come online until mid or late game, but then right. once they that do, spike. they you know get triple, quadra kills, pentakills, and usually mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes even you'll have an ADC die three times in lane and still get 15 kills at the end of the game just with how right. much damage they start pumping out. Yeah. Uh, so their ADC is interesting because it's super, it can be super pivotal. You can take towers really fast. Uh, you can delete people in a fight, but positioning is really important. Mm-hmm. You're so right. easy to kill. Um, yeah. So I was going to say, I, I feel like it's also like one of the harder roles to learn because it's, 
because it is so like positioning centric because I mean you you see like we had a jinx she went oh and four um in the lane like before five minutes and then she got two quadra kills well and mostly because she was getting like last hits on people and KSing but like she ends up going she gets a like two quadra kills in one match and um and I think that's like really what appeals to people but I, I do I would caution just kind of like like you talked about with jungle like there there is that expectation that late in the game you are going to be worth something and if you're just like making it so that you're not it's really hard to have a good time with it so um while it can be like there's all that appeal to to shooting people and getting these making these big plays from afar it's also one of those things where it's like you have to be ready to start the game slow Mm -hmm. um and if you're more comfortable with the role like you don't necessarily start the game slow but like again it's like you get punished real hard for bad positioning totally and you have to be ready to rely on and deal with two people you know like that's Mm -hmm. that's a big thing that scared me away from (laughs) the role in my early days was i was stressed enough as is of letting my team down i'm like i and i'm a lot better at the early game than i used to be so it's it's a lot more fun to navigate that but even with that being said um the ADC is really, really, really stressful for me. I've tried it only a few times and I'm like, I can't help but feel like if I don't make every correct decision, I have like half the audience of this game saying, what an idiot we lose, right? Like the, the morale is down <laughs> from our support. Like that's, that's a, that's maybe that's just more about Huey than anything else, but that is, that is a big scare away for me. And if anyone else would relate to that listening, then I would be like, maybe, maybe it's not your role. Maybe that's not, your go-to because support has the exact same anxiety. I'm like, if I am not there mm. to facilitate and make this happen the way my entire role is designed to, that's game. <laughs> I'm out. I lose. We lose. Yes, yeah, support's really interesting because it you can have a huge impact if you're a really good support, if you're mm-hmm. paying attention to the map and you're, you know, you see an opportunity where your ADC's fine farming and you've just backed and bought an item maybe you go for like a cheeky mid gank because no one really expects it from the support but if you're you know if you're if you're any support that has a cc ability which a Mm -hmm. lot of them do (laughs) then you you could get a mid kill or you (laughs) or you pop the flash and then the jungler can come gank later and get a kill and so really good supports are able to impact the map in incredible ways and they kind of flex to the players that need their support the most because those are the carries um kind of like we talked about with yumi but you have to also be okay with being carried and you have to be okay with not being the one who gets all the glory yes so you know you should be honest with yourself and say are (laughs) you okay with that and like most of the time i'm not i don't like deferring to other people I feel that I do. <laughs> well, and you have no gold and you have no items. So like it's scary. Even if yeah, it's tough. Like you kind of just cooldowns. That's what you got. Yeah. You're kind of like half a person and um yeah, you you like if you're not if you're not playing it right, you're just half a person. With so much you know? potential impact though, like the utility oh, yeah. of these abilities are just like so wild. It's it's I've had blitzcranks 
at half the gold, the rest of their team be the absolute reason we lost a game. Like that's, that has happened 100% where they are like, they know exactly what they're doing. They're pinging their team. Like I've gone back and watched it. They're mashing, like get here. I'm blitzcrank. I know what I'm doing type of a thing. <laughs> um, and it works and they body us. They know exactly what to wait for, exactly who to go for. They're watching the enemy gold. They're watching everything. And they're like, okay, hey, we know what, we know what's happening. We know what we're going for. I'm see who has the most items, who the carry is. And he, he wrecked us. He absolutely demolished <laughs> us. Um, yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent agree. 100% agree. That's why I've been playing a lot of Morgana lately. Cause it's, it's helped me kind of adjust my mentality, my mid mentality to at least in solo queue. Let, let me go for objectives. Let me help. I'm not here because it's exactly what you said. No glory. I don't have even half the kills in the game. I've got a good amount of assists, but there's no glory in that champ except <clears> for we get every objective. We've won the game and I do really consistent damage, but there's no big, big cool number on the main screen but yeah it's, it's it's worth doing it really is yes i mean i think new as you're new to the game you're going to be playing a lot of different champs and i think some of the best advice is like play the champs that you're drawn to and as you're playing them like are you really having fun with that champ because if you're not then you're you need an element of having fun to master a champ, like because you're just mm -hmm. not going to push through if you don't really love yep. it. One hundred percent. So I I think that's really important, but it's it's okay to like to. I think a lot of people are concerned with getting be better really fast, and yeah. you might have like, I would I use a big word a circuitous start, Whoa. and you might you might uh, try like twenty different champs and. And really not be making progress at, for a bit, but I think you've talked about this, Houston, before about you know the value of just having played other champs and knowing kind of mm -hmm. what they're looking to do. Yes. Even that alone will start to add up, but you'll you'll find your niche eventually, and you know it's okay just you know to ask other people about the champs they play and how they totally. how that champion feels, um, or like a good question to ask is like, what's that like? what's that moment that like makes you feel like you just like killed it on that champ? What is it? What is it about that champ where like, if you do it right, you feel like you're the hero. Totally. <laughs> Cause everyone, every champ has something like that where you're like, if you nail it, a good one of those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I think, uh, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I think it's more about chasing that, Cause it's, it's like, we talk about character power spikes, but I think what's your, what's your player power spike? What is your moment where you're like, this is what I'm chasing. This is what I'm after. This is what will help the team in that same regard. Like if we're in a team fight and I've got a Garen charging through to us, ready to soak up all the damage and wreck our shop. One Vigar gate has sent this player into a screaming fit of rage. And I love it. <laughs> um, so I, I really do think you hit the nail right on the head there. Cause it's, I mean, I'm a, I'm a diamond player. I just played an RM last night and I learned it, like a detail of how Draven works after playing him. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that that is the function of his first ability. I didn't realize it was part of his attack speed situation. Like it's, it's cool. Like, and now I know that. And now I know that there's less to look out for in terms of ability and more to look out for in terms of he's really scary all the time and can be <laughs> yeah so it's cool it's it really is interesting and it's I, I have actually a pretty bad habit of that and i need to be better at that 
Um, with, I feel like we overall covered it really well, but now I'm curious, like, of pick two champs you play regularly, like some of your main champs, tell me what's the moment that you love the most about playing hmm. that champ. Interesting. Um, I, I would say a new one, a new feeling I'm chasing is, is, a, <laughs> is a Kali. No, not a Kali, uh, Ari. Um, I suck with a Kali. Um, Ari <laughs> is someone who has given me a bit of the best of the both worlds. Like I've, I'm getting that rush of what the, the, the assassin feeling I crave while still kind of fulfilling the mage role at the same time, mm-hmm. which I mean, that is like in her description mm-hmm. is she's those two things. But I can hang back. I can wait behind the, the lines and throw out a stun, throw out my second ability, get some speed, throw out my first, and really hurt a lot of minions and champions with a pretty good chunk of damage. And then push comes to shove, I can chase that fetcher down and make him so sad that he's like under three towers <laughs> and I still got him with my ult and got out. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a really good feeling um, that has helped me reach that without is killing myself with characters that can only get in there and out and that's their like katarina i i suck i lose ari or akali i suck i lose like, i just can't do it same with fizz for some reason he i yeah. can't do him at all uh yeah, I, would, I was gonna say for i like playing brand mid a lot yeah and the one of my favorite moments on brand is that i'm it's mid game. We're not laning anymore. And some Baron laner or jungler comes to kill me when I'm like, when I'm farming in some, in some wave and someone's with him. And so it's 2v1. And I get a stun off mm-hmm. and I get an ult off and then they both die. Or like yeah. I get one of them mm-hmm. and get, and I get away. It's such a gratifying feeling. Or, mm-hmm. and then the second part of him is like, people get away and, it's like past the point where ignite would kill them, but he's got his passive too, and then mm-hmm. boom, they're dead. And you're like, "Yep." yep I can relate to that feeling with Brand. I will say that his I was shocked that his team fight feeling is something that I didn't like I expected with all the other team fight champs I like to play, and it never like clicked. And I don't know if that's from enough games where they were respecting the character that I was, so they were like, "Hey, we're not grouping that close cuz Brand will make us miserable." Or maybe I suck. Maybe that's what it is. It could be anything. Um, <laughs> it's it's something that I feel like I get out of ruining a plan. Like Ziggs is a great example of whether I dropped my ult at the beginning of the fight or the end, I have made this team go crap. All five of us just got hit by a Ziggs ult. And that causes a panic. That causes a rush. And that that is like a good feeling to be like, I just gave us a, le- a leg up numbers-wise in a pretty major way and mentality wise of like they're not just on edge they are ready to either fight or go that that is the only two option or they're or they're dead like i don't know um but it's it having the ability to uh affect a a specific plan in that way is definitely a, a a rush i seek which i fiasco i know that you're like sam sam old sammy squirrel the true goat <laughs> Um, you guys love that fight. You love that one v one, and that's something that I don't necessarily get a ton of rush out of. And I've never really thought about that till this podcast. That that, that yeah. contrast of mentality. Fiasco, uh, what's what's your moments? 
so I, I want to avoid like the obvious one in Darius, but it's so. <laughs> dunk. I mean, seriously, when you, I, I literally walked into Baron Pit. I had no idea why they were doing Baron. I hit a Q and then I dunked all of them. Um, that's and I took Baron. Um, that's the kind of stuff. I mean, it's like to go in. Um, it's the even same as Katarina. Like yeah, right. When she gets you get that reset, a good ult off, and and everyone dies, and you're like, well. You shouldn't have done that, I guess. Right. You shouldn't have played the game. Uninstall, (laughs) please. (laughs) And I feel like I've I've recently with Jace, I feel like I've discovered I I really like kill shots. Like there's some pride in like sitting in the river knowing that the person who just thought they were gonna fight me is now running to their plant and I just snipe them Mm -hmm. like from the dark. Like Mm -hmm. they have no idea I can't even see them anymore, but I know they're going to the plant and boom, they're dead. Um, like I'm like, oh, okay. I like I like landing skill shots. Like I like that. Um, but with Jace specifically, like I've had a number of times when I literally dodged a bunch of stuff just by with his jump, and I'm like, oh, I just jumped into you. Now I'm behind you, smack you into the turn, you're dead, bud. Like, um, so that that's been that's been a really good time. But yeah, there's I don't think there's any high uh, better than like being a Darius who gets multiple resets and they literally are running away from you because they know like you're going to get a pen kill. You're, you're like, dead. I see, yeah, exactly. I see one pogo stick go off of Darius and hear one kill. And I'm like, well, we lose. That's it. Everybody. <laughs> gotta get Good game. Everybody it's, kill him or everybody run. I think my first experience watching him or Garen just, just jump five times and end our game was like, that was the dumbest crap I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I was furious. I was like, how, how, how and why? Um, it's, um, it's crazy. They're crazy, crazy champs. I forgot. Yeah. Dude, I want to, I want to play right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. Any other points we need to cover tonight, Fiasco? No, I think to that end, if you guys are looking to engage in a community and especially one that um, is going to have a lot of fun and be uh, pretty positive and engaging, you can join us via uh, Discord in our Discord and the link will be in the show notes. And if you're looking for a guild on the NA server, we still have 10 slots open. So uh, the tag is B-A-R-O-N, Baron. Feel free to join us there as well. Otherwise, you can email us at attackbaronpodcast at gmail.com if you want to hit us up with any kind of listener um, question and or just show us some love. It's much appreciated. And uh, otherwise, if you feel like supporting us, feel free to contribute via Buy Me a Coffee, which I believe will also be linked in the show notes. So again, thank you for tuned in and thank you for Houston for being here. For and, sure. Uh, oh, oh, actually, if you don't mind, I actually, uh, I, I, I'm streaming the sh- the game, the the oh. one we're playing, uh, uh, Wild Rift, the, the Wild one Rift, that yeah. I love, with the mm. funny shoots. Mm. Um, no, it's uh, I, I don't have a consistent schedule, but if you guys want to see me be a sneaky little shiz, I'll I'll jump <laughs> on. So it's H E Y V O N Huey Vaughn on Twitch. Um, I'm probably gonna be changing my game name back to it because i didn't realize i couldn't change my twitch name yeah check houston out and then i also just want to plug friendly five so if you're interested at all in joining us uh any server friendly fives every friday night at 10 we run through some friendlies and uh rotate through some special and just kind of standard modes and again uh feel free to join us in the discord for more info on that 
it's so fun you guys seriously like i like to you guys and to the listener like the community is amazing i'm i'm continuously shocked at how much fun it is um <laughs> i i i'm double checking something literally as we speak do we not have a meme section because i'm requesting that right now i'm, pu- I'm putting you on blast mid podcast so that we can get some memes going <laughs> we we debated about a meme section there's it was oh, it was no. <laughs> There is there is a definitely a debate. There is a random channel for you, Weatherboy. You can live yeah. there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I didn't actually mean to call you out on your business decisions. Oh, he, he was trying to give us I'm a compliment, and then what he really did was tear us down. He's so sneaky.